0: Welcome once again to Starship Podcast Warlock. My name is Drew. My name is Jeff. And we're watching AbFab. Yes, AbFab. Uh, We're watching it. uh, We're about halfway through, I think, the first three seasons. Uh, Because today we're on season or series two, episode three. Uh, Which is very exciting. Uh, How
1: are you enjoying it so far, Jeff? Jeff? I am enjoying it. Well, I, um, you know, I, I've, I, I, felt as I think I may have said before uh, that Abfab that there's times where it's you know one of the funniest freaking shows on TV, and there's sometimes where like the 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 nastiness goes a little bit too much over the top for me, and it and it hasn't hit that much maybe because in these days the internet is and the world is much nastier than it was before so uh clearly this isn't such a big thing by comparison as the only thing i can draw on but uh no i've been enjoying it and also the fact that we've been sitting here and you know analyzing it and there's nothing that uh, that gets my rocks off more than uh, than analyzing stuff uh <laughs> to death and, and but if, but in particular just looking over the comedy and looking at how this is put together and how um how the different characters slot together and in that regard it's been utterly fascinating uh Plus, it's been funny as hell, so there you go. Yeah,
0: I mean, I I never really thought about it to the level of detail that we're doing now um, when we watched it before, but it is interesting going back to revisit. I think that uh, some of the racial comments that Adina makes are the most uncomfortable part of it for me now because even though I know that she's supposed to be saying awful things because she's routinely thoughtless... um, I feel like they're they're somewhat more uncomfortable now than they they probably even were back then. Um, yeah, I, yeah.
1: I, I mean, they're they're not as well. No, I was going to say no, that's not true. I was debating about like you know the uh, the Python episode where um, where Eric Idle and company are um, are basically in full well not just blackface but full black body basically. Uh, um, is that worse? I don't know. Um, but uh, there there are bits that make me squirm.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not sure I remember exactly which episode you mean, but I remember exact at least one of them uh, in Python where that happened. Yeah. Uh, oh, and of
1: course there was that young ones bit that we just...
0: <laughs> oh, dear God. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, there's stuff, but uh, it's a big, long comedy, uh, and there's a lot of things to explore here. Uh, and this episode, I think part of the reason you may have mentioned that is that this episode is one of the ones that I remember when we... Uh, uh-huh watched it the first time we're like oh god this is this is a lot so we'll see how it strikes us this time uh i speak of course of morocco which is which episode this is uh it being the third episode of the season of course they're going abroad france was the third of the last season right
1: i think so maybe that was later
0: um i think it was the i think it was the third one so it's interesting that they're following the same pattern here i can't remember if they do it for season three
1: no, because the uh, season three sex is the uh, third episode. Yeah, uh,
0: so they're they're um, going abroad yep, right, Fran- in a different way. You're
1: right, Francis, I see what you did there. Yeah, you're right, Francis. <laughs> uh, you good, you can episode. explain it to me. Yep. Um. <laughs> anyway, <And> actually, uh, <laughs> actually, Paris is the third episode of the fourth season.
0: Oh, look at that. Yeah, they didn't um, follow
1: it for series five, which is why series five is kind of eh. But I <laughs> guess
0: clearly. All right. Well, uh, before we get into that, we do have a topic for today, which is. Uh, Dame June Whitfield. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn June Rosemary Whitfield. <laughs> uh yeah, and as we were discussing just before we started recording, um uh, I did not realize that she had passed on and left us. Um I don't know why I didn't note that, but it happened three years ago. Uh she was ninety-three, so it was not uh out of the blue, I suppose. Um, I hope not to live much past 93 myself, unless they, uh, somehow can rejuvenate my no doubt crumbling body at that point. Robot body. Okay. Well, you know, I would accept that. Mm -hmm. I'm not super attached to the one I'm in. Um, at any rate, uh, moving away from morbidity here, uh, she was born in the twenties, 1925. Um, Oh, for anyone who, no one is listening to this for the first time they ever hear Starship Podcast Warlock. But I am, of course, uh, using our standard reference material, which is Wikipedia. Yes,
1: very important to point Yes.
0: Um, Just looking at the summary here, she's been in four carry-on films, and it occurs to me I've never seen any of the carry-on films.
1: Yeah, I haven't either. I mean, certainly it's one of those things that gets referenced enough in, mm-hmm. in British comedy that you encounter. I'm trying to think. There's there's several things I can think of that just I've encountered in British comedy but never actually seen myself, just knowing of the fact that they exist and knowing who went through them and, and being able to trace uh, comedy lineage, as it were.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was in Terry and June, which until reading this, I... Somehow failed to realize that she was the June of the title of that uh, show.
1: I've only seen, I only saw that sporadically and don't remember much about it. So, um, never seen it at all. Yeah. She was in Last uh, of the
0: Summer Wine, another thing that I've heard about and never seen.
1: That I've seen. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, she played
0: Miss Marple in a whole bunch of radio dramatizations of Agatha Christie's Miss Marple novels, I could, none I of which I have movie. ever read.
1: But I can see that working very well.
0: (laughs) So yeah, she's been in a lot of things that I'm completely ignorant of and now probably should watch and would probably enjoy as a result of that.
1: Um yeah. fascinated by some of the early career stuff here that okay began her career in the nineteen forties working with Wilford Pickles. I have no idea who the hell <laughs> Wilford Pickles is, but I'm just amused by that name. My and name is Wilfred Pickles. She had her first credited TV role in the passing Pickles? show and joined the London cast of South Pacific. Wow. That's uh that's interesting. Purple haze on in my brain. Um, um a, a lot a lot of the things that referenced here I've heard of, even if I haven't seen Dixon of Doc Green. Which I have heard of Arthur's treasured volumes, which I haven't. The Arthur Askey show or Faces of Jim, I have no idea. The Benny Hill show. <laughs> now it's funny. I mean, I, I actually did watch Benny Hill with my dad oh, when dear. Um, when I was you know like a teenager and something like that. And I mean, it, it, Benny Hill was actually pretty fascinating <clears throat> himself, it, despite the the lowbrow um, <laughs> bits of that particular show. Although I still maintain that that. Um, I still maintain that bits of it are still hysterical, even even the stuff that isn't aiming at the uh, silly little sex stuff. I actually think that some of the insults that he throws in there are things that would belong in Married with Children later on, like oh. just kind of mm-hmm. you know creative and their. Um, kind of, My mother says I've got the face of an eighteen-year-old girl. Well, give it back! Look what you did to it! You know, I mean that sort of <laughs> um, that sort of humor, uh, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm actually curious to try and find clips of her on, on Benny Hill and see what she did on that show was she just playing you know an old pepper pot essentially in that one or I mean she would have been let's see so she's born in 25 so you figure in the 80s so she was you know maybe maybe 60 or something by that point so
0: yeah well it, it, the the way this is worded implies that it could have been any time between 1953 and 1968 so she wasn't that old at that well, point. well but
1: Benny But Benny Hill, I mean, Benny Hill would have been, I'm picturing the 70s mostly for that, to be honest. Um, Uh, It apparently started in 55, so. Interesting. Steptoe and stun, Frankie Howard. um, Hmm. Fascinating. So, hmm. Yeah, who knows?
0: Uh, Let's see. What else has she done? Uh, The Goodies. Another thing that I've heard about, never seen. Mm -hmm. Uh, At this point, point, if we have any listeners who are from the UK, they're... Throwing things at their iPhones, most likely.
1: No, if they have iPhones, then they wouldn't have watched any of these shows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, let's mm. see. What else do we have here? Oh, good grief. <laughs> in 1971, mm. Whitfield and Frankie Howard recorded a novelty comic version of the song Je t'aime, previously recorded by Jane Birkin and Serge Gainsbourg, in which she featured as Mavis. That's got to be hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so she's done a lot of comedy, I think, is, is really what we can take away from this, which is not really a shock, given how great she is in this show. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I, I have a grudge against no. Frankie Howard, by the way. Um, I, mean, uh, I don't actually
0: know anything about Frankie Howard. What is your grudge uh, based in? Uh,
1: my, my grudge is based on Gilbert and Sullivan, which is the fact that uh, in the 80s, when Brent Walker, they kind of recorded uh, some... Um, uh, they they recorded really was the very end of doily cart like 82 is when when the company uh, essentially broke up uh but uh there were these videos that were recorded um not of on stage but they did you know productions of the of the show set um uh of the different shows and so they did some stunt casting and actually the less popular ones were the ones where they didn't do stunt casting as a result they're usually better productions Uh, HMS Pinafore being one of the most popular ones had Frankie Howard as uh, as Sir Joseph and he pretty much um, just pantomimed through the entire thing it's painful
0: (laughs) yes HMS Pinafore a very serious operetta Uh, anyway um, sorry that's (laughs) my little little
1: bone to pick with Frankie Howard I see
0: Uh, well my, my main grudge against him is that his name has an E in
1: it instead of an A yeah, it should be Frankie. How weird? How Frankie? How weird? But but, but there's no I in there. So yeah, <laughs> there's no I in team and there's no I in Frankie Howard. Well, there that, is in Frankie, but yes. Um, anyway, back what, to let's Juliet just move Field. on, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which does have eyes in her name.
0: Yes. Uh. Oh, she did an impression of Margaret Thatcher in, uh, I guess sometime between eighty four and two thousand one. On the news, Hudlines, radio comedy show, uh, and she's done some stage acting. I don't know why I nearly said stage combat, but I hope that's true now that I've said it.
1: Oh right, um, I know why I didn't recognize that name. He was Max Quadruplean.
0: Oh, Max Quadruplean. All right. Anyway, uh, she was in an ideal husband and babes in the wood, which I guess is a pantomime. So okay. Uh, what else? She appeared in an episode of French and Saunders in 1988. Um, and as we know, she was mother. She's just <laughs> listed as mother in Absolutely grand. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think of her as grand, but okay. Uh, let's see, what else have we got here? Oh, She was in Friends. I'm the trying not to in the think London about that.
1: Episode. That's the only reason that I would ever watch that. Well, I don't know. Um,
0: I've seen exactly one episode of Friends ever, which is the Thanksgiving clip show uh, that I watched in order to appear in a Thanksgiving uh, special improv show.
1: Huh. Okay. Well, that's about right. I I admit I watched the first season, and I think that was mainly because of the monkey. Once they got rid of the monkey, the most interesting part of the show was gone. I
0: I, I don't even want to contemplate that. That's just very (laughs) weird to me. Um... As we have noted, of course, she appeared in The End of Time, the finale to the first RTD era of Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I still have difficulty believing we're about to get a second one. That is stunning to me. I'm Um,
1: curious to see what he's going to do in particular with the the revelations that Chibnall did at the end of the last series. Is that something mm -hmm. that that he'll cope with or just put back I
0: don't know <laughs> a million spin spin-offs with a bunch of different people playing doctor who
1: alternate universes
0: I don't know I, I I've I've seen some speculation about the nature of the flux um mm. and it's entirely possible that some of that may be undone
1: uh or redone or something so we'll see so we're going to be looking at doctor who and the multiverse of madness got it most likely okay. uh
0: Anyways, uh, let's see. She was on Coronation Street briefly. Yet another institution in the UK that I have never seen.
1: Um, Midsummer Murders, That's Jonathan funny it Creek. She, she popped up in EastEnders as well. As well, so between EastEnders and Coronation Street, I, I might add that, of course, uh, my I, I think the major reason that I think I know anything about. Um, uh, british soaps is mainly because of a certain doctor who crossover in the 90s oh dear god <laughs> yeah I, <sighs> I went there i went there it's there are people who
0: really are charmed by uh dimensions in time and it's excruciating i've sat through it once that was all i ever need yeah um she made a guest yeah, appearance as god in the sky one series you me and the apocalypse so that's
1: nice that that sounds lovely
0: all right, so she was made a Freeman of the City of London. That's exciting. I'm not I don't not know a what number. that means. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm a, a Freeman. Freeman. <laughs> She's made a Morgan Freeman of the City of London. Uh, Fre- Order of the British Empire, an officer of the Order of the British Empire uh, in 1985. Wow. Commander of the Order of the British Empire, CBE, and Dane Commander of the Order of the British Empire, DBE. Hmm. Uh these, I, you know, I honestly had no idea there were so many of these things. I, I really thought you were either uh, uh, a knight or nothing. But I guess there are a lot of different orders you can command and officiate and dame command. <laughs> now dame the phone is command. flying across the room. <laughs> um. <laughs>
1: damn,
0: damn uh let's see uh i thought this was interesting she says uh, it says here that she says Mm -hmm. despite her success whitfield never wanted a lead role saying stating that she lacked the drive and confidence she attributed the premature deaths of several comedians to the responsibility the stress and strain of carrying their shows in her autobiography she described her own life as full of love affection and laughter of gigs gags and a couple of gongs well i like that that sounds very nice yeah Uh, let's see I guess at the funeral Jennifer Saunders, Julius Walla and Jane Horrocks had some really nice things to say Uh, which is not really surprising I really like Grant Uh, I like Jean Whitfield and now I have a whole bunch of things I've never seen that I could watch to see more of her work
1: I'm going down the filmography and there's a few other things that are interesting there was a TV movie in 1957 called Friday the 13th uh, I think we can <laughs> guess that that probably didn't have somebody running around with a uh, uh, with a, a mask. She in, was in, uh, in summer camp. She was a counselor at a summer camp and uh-huh. uh, had a boat. Um, yeah, uh, the Magnificent Seven Deadly Sins. But uh, no, I the other bit that caught my eye was that she was Mrs. Beaver in the Lion, the Witch, and the <laughs> Wardrobe, nineteen seventy nine. She um, was Jeffrey Beavers in Doctor Who.
0: Uh, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Let's see. Going but, down. How to be an alien. That's fun. I don't know what it is.
2: Yeah.
0: Let's see. The, idiot, the idiot Weekly. Price 2. Interesting. The Morkman Wise Show. Mm-hmm. It Ain't Half Hot Mum. Oh, the Six More Faces of Jim as opposed to Doctor Who. Interesting. <laughs> Weird Sisters. Uh she did some voice acting there, it sounds like. 97. Oh. As Nanny Og. Oh. Okay. I, I can see who that. That is. What? I, I've never read Weird Sisters.
1: But I mean <laughs> Okay. Uh, mind I, I like that
0: i rendered you speechless.
1: Yeah, mind blown. I I mean I'm curious, how much how much Pratchett have you have you read out of curiosity?
0: Not much. Um, I've read the first two books, uh, which is about as
1: unpratchet as as well. That's not. I
0: mean, really. they were the ones that were out at the time I started reading it. Yeah, I believe. Um, I've read Mort and Reaper Man.
1: Okay, so part of the Death Saga. Cool. That that's you still know a different character in the but... Yeah the uh, is that the, it? the witches are are another one of the very prominent um, series. In fact, they probably appear more more often than even death i would wager um but uh yeah that might um, be all i've read
0: i feel like there was at least one more but clearly it didn't make much of an impression on me i was gonna
1: say if you went through the death stuff then maybe soul music Hogfather. I might have read um, soul music that sounds familiar yeah um but oh yeah um i mean it's worth reading some of the uh some of the witches one There there is one that's kind of a um you know, there's a bunch of Shakespeare pastiches, so you can bet there's a there's certainly Macbeth stuff in there as well, obviously. But um, but it's 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 worth reading. There's some of my um, Granny Weatherwax is probably one of my favorite characters of his. Right right next to Death. It's a it's a tough <laughs> tough choice. Uh, but wow. Um, okay, so we will be finishing the um, finishing this Britcom rewatch and going to the Terry Pratchett read along no. after this. <laughs>
0: I'm looking at the, I, I just, if you heard typing just now, it means I didn't edit out the sound of me opening up Wikipedia to the Discworld uh, uh, page. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking to see if there I, are any other say, titles here I might have read.
1: I will say I'm not a fan of most of the Discworld adaptations that they've done for uh, for TV. Um, I, I appreciate their doing it, and I, I, the... Cartoons were um, kind of interesting, although I, I felt like a little rank and in terms of uh, animation. But um, it's interesting. The thing, of course, that they got right is is the you know I think uh, they had Christopher Lee doing the voice of death, you know, and um, or, or maybe that was the live action. I forget, but I feel like um, there was one that was Christopher Lee, and then it was the um, I think it was the point and click adventure games that had uh, John Pertwee doing the voice of death. <laughs> and Eric Idle is Rincewin. But anyway, uh, and Tony Robinson was involved too, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm slightly surprised. I really thought I had at least attempted more of these, but I think I have wow. only ever read those four.
1: Okay, wow. No, the rest um, of these are familiar at all. Well, yeah, you've, huh. you've got a, a lot to potentially experience should you choose
0: to do something. <laughs> There's too many. I'll never get through them all.
1: No, I would say, I, like, I'd be tempted to, to point at you, you know, here's, here's the few interesting ones to, that you shouldn't miss, and uh, I mean, one of them you mentioned was Mort, so you got that one already. Well, Reaper Man too. I mean, like I said, the death ones are great, but I, I, I could point out a few other ones if, you know, in your copious free time. Uh, but, I mean, they, they're quick reads. <laughs> I,
0: I don't know if, if, if I read all the books that I have in my apartment right now that I've never read, I, I, don't, I think I might be able to get to the end of my life without finishing them. It's possible.
1: Uh, same with me, actually. It's really disturbing and to think about same that. Same with
0: me. And I mean, I have been reading. Uh, go figure out some Although, you know...
1: Picking something else up. And...
0: I probably got at least 40 more years to go, so I probably could get through them all if I really tried. Yeah. Anyway. You, you'll you'll last
1: longer if you, uh...
0: <laughs> If I what?
1: Uh, you'll last longer if you don't read them, right? You, you can't oh. pass until you've read them. Oh, that's so, true.
0: Like, yeah, I can put yeah. it off by just leaving that one book.
1: You know, it's either And it'll that probably or it be works. a Terry like Pratchett a, book. A, a Dorian Gray type thing, I guess, you know. Um, <laughs> the book gets older and older and I stay young. Exactly. That's that's an interesting thought.
0: I'll have to mm-hmm. make that happen. All right. Well, uh, we are officially rambling, which means it's time. We cannot put it off any longer. We must now oh, watch I, I Morocco. Oh, I hit
1: rambling like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I, All right. I'm past rambling and into babbling.
0: Well, that's that's a good sign. Uh for something. But what's going to happen now is we're going to take a little break. Uh, You may not even register as one, but if you are listening to this straight through, you hear a little bit of snippet of music, and we'll be right back to watch Morocco. Alright, it is time for you to queue up in whatever form you are watching. Episode 3 of Series 2 of I seriously almost said Black Adder again. Absolutely fabulous. Black Aber. No. Anyway. Mm. Uh yeah, Morocco. That's what we're watching. Uh cue it up, get it to zero, and get rid of plus play when I go three, two, one, play. Jeff, are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. So you
1: have the generic um opening at this point too. Uh yeah, I think I do. Singing.
0: Mm. Clearly we should be singing it instead. It's like an organ rendition of it.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. It's a shame. <laughs> I don't know, she's like a Muppet, I feel like, right now. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> stu, Stu, Studio. <laughs> Guest list Pop Specs. We call them stunner shades. <laughs> Wasn't that the Who specs?
0: <laughs> she is so mad already.
1: I like Eddie's outfit in this case. I, yeah, I like her not... doing the tie-in.
0: It's not so bad.
1: I'm not not sure about the uh, sleeves, but. (laughs) It's kind of dressed as Doctor Who. Well, we know that she's basically been doing Colin Baker's outfit.
0: That's what I want on my gravestone. Kind to trees. Kind to trees. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> later than I thought it was.
1: <laughs> What's well, the time change? Hands on buzzers. Hands on buzzers. <laughs> I love that
0: look. <laughs> I need a GIF of that blink.
1: <laughs> She's just completely. They used, show, they used to show that on Comedy Central. Like, that was one of the prime uh-huh. clips. <laughs> One of my favorite lines are coming up later on.
0: hmm Anthology. <laughs> Prophetic. My God, she's vicious in this one.
1: I just want to know why she's wearing American.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All the dumbest people do.
1: Yes, because everything went so well when you left Bubble in charge last time. <laughs>
0: I love the way she says broke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This is one of my favorite bubble bits. I forgot about this. (laughs) 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 Who can say? So classic. Open. Yep.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. I saw her, uh, her jacket and I'm like, well, that's not too ostentatious. And then you see what she's wearing underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and speaking of things that were shown on commercial all the time.
0: <laughs> oh, that looks like so much fun. She's just actively hostile in this one. It's very weird.
1: See, that's Benny Hill level of humor, I think. <laughs> What's a yashmak? So much... Um, Photos. So much foreshad- foreshadowing.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> she is not capable of getting out of a car. I want a clip of just all the Patsy and Eddie attempts of getting out of cars. <laughs> or bikes or whatever. This does have one of my favorite last shots, episode-wise.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit, the hair. <laughs> Yes. Ha <laughs> ha That is what she looks like. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Well. Is he... (laughs) <laughs> He's a nice guy. <laughs> Ugh, this guy.
1: <laughs> God. My God, that's Basil Exposition. <laughs> <It> looks like... <laughs> she's a trill (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the way Patsy straightens up
1: like a cat, yeah or a bird of some sort
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, I want to note that not even Pats does something like that <laughs> although wearing black is not the smartest thing
0: yeah Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's kind of blowing my mind that they are actually there filming this ridiculous shit. mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wonder how much of this is
1: improvised. That's a good question. <laughs> And there we go.
0: Oh, my God. You think?
1: God, so vicious. Mm-hmm. Seeing Patsy's hair down for the first time in a while.
0: <laughs> Give me the rat rob rap rod plate captain. <laughs> <laughs> The <laughs> pop specs. <spanks.
1: laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite lines in the whole series. hmm
0: <laughs> Have a bloody Sinian bloody Vogue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would
0: watch that. <laughs> Charles Dance is Jesus.
1: A Nazarene always pays his debts. (laughs) (laughs) Skip to Maloo. (laughs)
0: I do really have to go to the loo (laughs) Ha (laughs)
2: Ha <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, the Christmas story.
1: Away in a manger. You could we in a manger. I don't know. Do you think they would prefer the gold, the frankincense, or the myrrh? <laughs> Chicky. <laughs> Wait for it. (laughs) Safi rocking the COVID protocols.
2: (laughs) mm <laughs>
0: What is she doing?
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Well, that was Morocco. Or is it still going for you?
1: No, it's it's over.
0: Okay, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's over. All right. Mm-hmm. We will be right back after this musical interlude. All right, it is time now to talk about Morocco. <laughs> do um, I have to? <laughs> I guess we do. Um, I'll Show I'll me go where first. So
1: touched you. Uh, go ahead.
0: <laughs> Yeah, um, well, the first thing I want to say is that, uh, I am slightly relieved because for some reason, when we first saw this, I got the impression that the honey yogurty smell implied that she and Humphrey okay? had yeah. gotten together, and, and now I see uh, that it was her and, uh, and Yentob, which is, uh, much nicer for Safi, I think, um, and for us having to think about it, um... This is this was still really tough. Um, and one of the things that makes it really tough is that there's almost nothing in the episode that is actually funny except for <laughs> the stuff that is kind of also gross, and even a lot of that isn't that funny. Um, so I don't think my impression of this has changed very much. Like, you know, we've we've talked about this many times over the years, but this is the one that I think just just goes a little too far uh, with selling uh, Safi into white slavery, theoretically, anyway. Um, and uh, and Eddie just letting it go. Like you can tell she's a little worried, but she's kind of mm. too diffident well, to do anything about it. Um, and I, I think she's all- genuinely relieved to see Safi. Uh, when when oh, yeah. Safi shows up again. Yeah.
1: What were you saying? Um, I was gonna say not to mention all the Humphrey stuff, dear God. that is very yeah uh,
0: yeah it's that's rough. Um, yeah uh, <laughs> the weird way that they like check her out at the pool um, the just the viciousness of of Patsy like burning her with a cigarette and selling her obviously and like everything else the way her mother just throws her luggage back into the, the Mm -hmm. carrier for no apparent reason. Like it's, it's not really funny. It's just a little bit too far over the line for it it to be amusing to me. I mean, I enjoyed watching this because I always enjoy watching Abfab, but it is still the most uncomfortable episode of the show that I can think of Um, Uh,
1: that. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, I didn't want to stop before you were... Oh, on. I'm uh, I'm done.
0: Your turn. Okay.
1: Um, I mean, you know, it's tough for me because this has some little isolated bits of some of my favorite bits in the series. As you mentioned, um, <laughs> who can say Bubbles? <laughs> okay, oh. yes. All right. I take it so, back. There is one funny bit, and it's that whole conversation with Bubbles. So all of Bubbles' bit, and um, and the uh, Don't Worry was a year... Uh, you know, she was a year for a man before it fell off. And, uh, and the Have You Eaten? No, not since 1973. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and not to mention the whole concept of the pop specs. Like, I feel like the setup <laughs> is decent. And and the yeah. fact that Saffy had her little adventure while they were all unconscious for three days, uh, I kind of like that as a, a yeah. to the extent that it balances out for getting even. It's not even close to getting even, but that's, that's a little bit of it. Um, and yeah, I feel like if you can excise uh, those really, really unpleasant bits... You know, if you could chop up two thirds of this episode, the remainder that was that was there is um, mm-hmm. has some of my favorite bits in the series. But dear God. Um, yeah. Yeah. I really thought I'd come back to
0: this and, and like enjoy it. But it's it's a tough one. Um, yeah. All the bits of them kind of like wandering around incompetently competently are a little uneventful kind of.
1: Yeah, it it's just, just kind of go again, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned at one point you wondered how much of this was improv, and uh, uh, I'd be curious to know that, too.
0: I feel like they, uh, in part, at least just wanted an excuse to go to Morocco.
1: <laughs> well, and a bunch of stuff, too, was, you know, they were doing wide shots or whatever, where yeah. they could have just dubbed in whatever they wanted at that mm-hmm. point.
0: So, yeah, not one of my favorites, um, but it had its moments. Uh, yeah, it. Possibly the best bubble moment, I
1: think. But uh, there's probably more on the way that I've forgotten about. Yeah, there's there's other bits. Uh, potty, 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 potty. There's <laughs> there's other bits that I love her. Uh, certainly, once we get to a certain third season episode, I've already alluded to once, as some of my favorite <laughs> bubble lines. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Little animal creeps about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love her trying to figure out what a mouse is. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, uh, that's Morocco, I guess. Maybe there's not much more to say.
1: I don't think so. I would, um, you know, I would love to go there someday, but um, not like that. (laughs) (laughs) What not to do in Morocco?
0: Yeah. Well, uh, if you have other thoughts about this episode, uh, maybe it was funny for you. Or maybe you want to be... uh, Upset about it as well. I don't know. Um, I don't know that I'm upset. I knew it was coming. It's just, uh, just very awkward. In any case, you can find I us on Twitter. I grit my
1: teeth. I, I grit my teeth. I lay back and think of never mind.
0: Um, <laughs> um I, I do kind of want honey yogurt now, though. I do have some in the fridge. That's because neither of us have eaten, and it's it's late. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's all I can think of is the food. Uh, at mm. any rate, I was about to say we're on Twitter at Starship Warlock. Uh, no podcast in the middle. If you would like to tell us your thoughts on this episode Um, or indeed just communicate with us in any way at all. I promise we are there on the other end of that. It's not a robot. Um, I'm a robot, but the Twitter account is not. So apart from that, please tune in for next time. We'll be moving on to episode four, as you probably could have realized for yourself. And I'm just stalling at this point. So I will say this has been Drew. This has been Jeff. And you've been listening to Starship
1: Podcast Warlock.
0: Warlock. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.